Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up Live show presented, as always, by our friends at High Noon. Shout out to them. Solly here. Neil is here. Block party canceled. Weather issues. Uh, we are indoors. Oh, so, that's, guys, I need everybody to shelter in place. Uh, live show, we're going to have to push it back 30, 45 minutes. Apologies. I just downed a bunch of spicy uh, Indian food right before this because this, this live show has screwed up the timing of my dinner here. But uh, DJ Pie is here. Hello again, dis- Mr. Pie Man. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on your show. I, I got to say, uh, speaking of High Noon, I, one of my favorite tweets I saw today was from uh, Alan Shipnuck was talking about the specific color of hair dye that Phil Mickelson uses and that the color is black cherry. So, Neil, we're reaching for the black cherry tonight. Well, I like that. Already messing up my copy because we're doing tequila seltzers tonight. Uh, this is presented by our friends at High Noon. Uh, the brand new High Noon tequila seltzer is made with real Blanco tequila and real juice. Every time I go to a restaurant, I am looking for some kind of spicy tequila drink. Listen, they don't have necessarily have the spice in these things, but I was so thrilled that my favorite seltzer came out uh, with a tequila seltzer. It comes in four bright, crisp flavors, strawberry, lime, grapefruit, and passion fruit. Strawberry is my favorite. I'm starting with that one tonight. 100 calories. Man. Gluten-free, no added sugar. Uh, they sent us a thank you to High Noon. They sent a, a wonderful Drizzly order straight to my doorstep today. And that's where you can find them, uh, at Drizzly or at your local convenience or liquor store. They're going to be fully available nationwide by May 1st, just in time for summer if it's not quite in your area. But keep an, out, keep an eye out for it or visit highnoonspirits.com to find it near you. Uh, let's not waste you know, any time. Holly, hold on. I'm going to push back a little bit. I don't. Yesterday little... was a tequila day. I, today, it cold, rainy. Just a little bit more of a vodka day, so I'm just going to throw that out there as a theme. We got buffer. We got buffering issues going on with Neil. He's, he's just having a he's having a bad week. It's been a bad week, so we're going to get. Why don't we get right to our guest? We got a lot of guests, I think, to get to tonight. Uh, and thought we'd just bring our guy right in. This this is a familiar face. I, he need, the man needs no introduction. The big rig, Mister Harry Higgs. What's happening, big rig? Hey, gentlemen. Happy to be here again. Always a pleasure. Harry, I got to ask, are you on a cell phone or are you on a computer? Because one of my favorite things about this is a lot of pro golfers are now like, yeah, I don't think I have a computer. Uh, I do not have a computer. <laughs> yeah. I'm on my laptop, which okay. is propped up in my girlfriend's office here in the house on some sort of contraption that just wound up perfect. Um, her her laptop is like elevated and she's got a keyboard underneath it. I don't know how any of this works. Is a laptop uh, not a computer? I, I, I def- think that counts. That's a computer. That I say that's a computer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm also but I'm on my that. I'm on my iPad. I do not have a laptop, nor do I have a computer. Okay. I haven't had a laptop since college. Uh, well, I'm thrilled to see that you're a big map guy too. Hmm. You know, so. uh, yeah, this is what we got behind us. So you know, <laughs> we're we still like the Knicks. We've been in this house almost a year, and we just have to kind of decorate like the little things, all the furniture, all the big stuff is here, but. It's hard to do that because I'm never home. Um, so once you once you get it to livable, you just hang out there. You for just kind of stop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We can take that uh, off. It's very, it's it's yeah. it's livable. It's all, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm messing your agenda. Please continue. Thank you, thank you, everyone, for uh, off the rousing start we're off to here. We're letting can't... people trickle in. We're letting people trickle this is, in. This is tough. If you guys wanted to do this like 
quick and concise. It's tough to meet, have me on at all and have me as the first guest. <laughs> well, I'll give you the option. Do you want to talk trees or do you want to talk golf, Harry Higgs? I guess a little bit of both. <laughs> um, yeah, those, those big-ass trees, they, they start falling. That had to be wild. Um, I'm very, 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 very fortunate that no one got hurt. Uh, and that, yeah, that, that, that freaks me out, man. It looked like those two fell and then they had a shot of another one that kind of like halved somewhere. That's wild. I, that's not normal, right? At, at no, golf tournaments, no, right? Like no, that's, no. is that concerning in your mind? I think there's people that are roasting us on Twitter I mean, for being like, Hey, putting a hand up and be like, yo, dude, like this isn't like supposed to happen. They're still playing golf when this happened. It wasn't yeah. like a 50 mile an hour wind, wind delay and trees are falling over. Like this is. Seems yeah, it like looked like it was blowing gusts up to 20, 25, maybe 30, and it was just kind of like quick gusts, and then it would lay down a little bit. That's not – that's – I would. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they are going around the entire property now, especially ones that could, like, fall on patrons or players and testing all the trees in some way, shape, or form. Like, somebody messed up there for it to fall over – um at that at kind of with those wind speeds or i mean you know mother nature also is just a bitch so it could have just been that too but somebody might have messed up planting that that darn thing there and and having it blow over at that time mm. scary well, I've got, stuff I've got things there i thought it was indicative of how augusta national does things looks like they had an absolute all-star team of standing by hard hats the the you know over ear mufflers yeah these, most of them were in short sleeves in the rain. Like, they, they didn't give a shit. And then they had the guy with the blower. I mean, it's just probably 20, 25 guys out there. I bet it looks like nothing happened. I mean, Oh, it will it will definitely. By, by tomorrow now, I mean, had they restarted play and, you know, in an hour or so, I bet you, would, I bet you would, couldn't have even noticed what had happened. Um, and by tomorrow, it will be like nothing ever happened. Hell, there might be a tree in its place already <laughs> yeah. by tomorrow. That was one, also, of, the, one of the things that, that – you know, kind of sparked in my mind was just, man, that doesn't seem like a freak storm. And there's so many of those trees out there. That's what I'm saying. This kind of thing, like this is the, but this is also like the exact kind of thing where when you don't ever hear anything about Augusta, like maybe this happens all the time. Truly. Yeah. Like maybe that's why they're out there. Maybe they're almost like, ah, oh, that could happen again. And it's just weird. Cause we just never, ever, nobody's ever there. Nobody's ever like tweeting photos or I don't know. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not here to speculate on root structure, you know, the integrity of root structures, things of that nature. Uh, so I, th that was about all I had on, on Treegate, I think. Glad nobody got hurt. I think it's no surprise it happened on 17, though. I mean, <laughs> True, yeah. the golf course stink, gets stinkier by the day, you know. <laughs> Those trees weren't in play, Neil. Easy, Listen, easy. but that whole sucks. Harry, what do you think of 17? <laughs> I, th I had a really hard time with 7 and 17 just because they're so straight. Um, I was saying that this morning. Yeah. Boring. Yeah, I would like, use the word boring, but straight works as well. Boring for, right yeah, there. but like, yes, it doesn't have as much character as the other holes, but it's so, it's just so hard to hit it that straight for that long. And they're made a little easier because you could also just hit it low and just kind of have it roll up the hill. Now, this was at least last year. It was a little firmer and faster than it is going to be this year. Um, but yes, af after the shot, after the tee shot on both seven and 17, the rest of it is pretty, maybe not boring, but pretty simple. Just well, I would say right if, if there's any good that comes out of this tree situation, it's that, you know, it's called attention to stinky Nandina and the changes that need to be made. And, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll rest put my some, case. Yeah. Put some trees up that, that left-hand side, maybe force a shape. Um, who knows? Uh, but I'm not in charge of any of that. 
what uh, what's your reaction? I struggle with straight balls. What so. what is your reaction to seeing Brooks Kepka at the top of the leaderboard, uh, considering his play, ignoring the previous week coming into it, but considering the play of the last couple yeah. of years, all of this? What's what's as a as a peer and a professional golfer, what's your reaction to seeing Brooks up up on top? I don't think. I mean, I think you've got to be surprised. He kind of ran away and hid, um, but it, it seemed. And he said, you know, he's had some success over there on that other tour. Um, but who knows? You can't tell what that success is like with Easy, the, the guys repeating <laughs> <laughs> the live tour. Yeah, sure. It was one, um, it never one of that other tour. Yeah, the other tour. I'm just going to keep calling it. And you know, they're suing us. So as long as there's still a lawsuit in place, it's the other tour. Um, yeah, and boy, it looks like, and I wasn't really, I guess, I guess I don't really remember watching too intently when he was dominating dominating you know i was out trying to make it to that level um but it sure looks like he's found that level again um and it seemed like all he really needed to do was get healthy so you certainly see there there seems to be a lot of freedom in his golf swing uh, which would you know look a little different than the last few years i'm sure by you know little nick you know little cuts and bruises little injuries here and there he didn't have this same freedom and boy does he look freed up it looks like the ball is kind of working a little just slightly both ways um everything is super solid he's holding a lot of putts and he's got a three-shot lead as of now it, to me it looks that, i, that I type hate of like uh, i don't know i mean that's just capital m capital c like major championship golf that's that what it's playing out there it dull. Looks like it, yeah. Like perfect golf yeah, it's yeah. it's not insanely hot. He's not birdieing every hole. He's not draining putts from yeah. everywhere. It's like, dude, it is going to be maybe a birdie, or it's definitely going to be a par. Like pretty much well, every he hole didn't that he make plays. It. He didn't birdie a par four or a par three today. He just did it all in the par fives. Yeah. I mean, it's so yeah, and that's I know he's, he and he took some flack for saying it, whatever it was, three four years ago about like how these are pretty easy to win, um, especially the Masters. The Masters is the easiest major to win because there are less guys, and some of them are past champs, and some of them are amateurs that are just not going to be that competitive. And then there are a lot of guys that will not be able to handle the moment per se. Um, right. So if you just, well, <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> if you just have born you're kind of really solid um really kind of solid tee to green and just kind of a lot obviously very boring shots to 15 18 sometimes 35 feet you're going to be right there and you know it seems like he's instead of 15 to 18 feet he's hit a few of them to 8 to 12 feet and hold the putts and then he's just murdered the par fives um and here you go three shot lead you know almost through two rounds Make it sound a lot easier than it actually is, but it's it. It really is, and I I go back and forth. I, I have oddly had I've only played in three majors now, but I have a I don't want to. You've got a good ass, major record. I, you could say it. I have a good major record, and like I really am struggling in in the other golf. Um, that other like, tour, the 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 <laughs> other tour, the non major tour, having like patience on my approach play and and you know that when when you don't when what's asked of you is like there's no consequence just fly it all the way to hole to the hole and and keep it there and make a lot of birdies I struggle with that sometimes versus like my numbers strokes gained approach are terrible hopefully continuing to get better but in the majors there you know I was I think I was in the top five strokes gained approach of each of the one that I had success in because like holy shit, there's a lot of consequence to this shot. It has to be hit. Like one of 
maybe two ways and it has to land here and, and end here. And it doesn't have to just fly out away the hole and stay there and, and, you know, do that 10, 11, 12 times a day so that you have a ton of birdie looks there. There is something to that. And Brooks obviously, you know, has far unlocked that secret more than I have um, and done it over the course of four days quite successfully, but it, there is a simplicity to it that he has unlocked it and others have too, but he has unlocked and he gets there and, you know, clearly when he's healthy and swinging somewhat decent, he gets there and just does the most patient, boring shit and he's around the lead every single time. So I, I don't see him really falling off this, this pace either. I think especially the way, especially his major record, somebody's going to have to come up there and catch him. Which speaking you know, of which, I, that's, there is a dude right here, behind That's him. a word I haven't <laughs> associated with, uh, with Brooks is patience, but I think that's yeah. the perfect word. It, it is. That's a really good way to describe what I was watching today and yesterday. And, you know, I'm not a Brooks fan. I'm, I'm kind of a known hater, uh, but deserves a ton of respect for like, yeah, just letting, letting things come to him. And then he does, he does drip in a few of those 20 footers when he's feeling it. And he's, you know, kind of swagging around out there. He kind of oh, gets yeah. into the microwave, uh, microwave section of his round and, and he'll <laughs> drop a couple of those so well, that's that's kind of what i was saying with like the the you know brand name major championship golf is like not to invoke something crazy but like it, that's how tiger plays majors right where yeah. it's just like man this is gonna you're gonna think it's really exciting but it's so boring yeah. and there's gonna be some holes where i'm gonna hit it to 30 feet and that's within an inch of where i was looking and oh what's yeah. that i'm on 13 and i got a good number cool I'll almost fly it in the hole sweet let's take a look here and he just goes and beats up the par fives and it's it's basically like bryson's you know, par 68, par 67 yeah. kind of stuff. Just like, Brooks oh, yeah, did just... the, yeah, Brooks did the Bryson today. You can, yeah. you can get a sense. Of the par fives and yeah. be done with it. You can get a sense of how well someone's playing when you are rooting against them. And I want to be clear, like, I'm not in <laughs> principle, like, rooting against Kepka. Like, I I said in the preview, I was like, I would really like if one of these dudes came out and, and you know, reminded us of, of what kind of player they are. The pe- the, the, the the what should have been a penalty thing on 15 yesterday has left a sour taste in my mouth, but I was at least a little bit like rooting for him to come back to the field. Like I did not want to run away like we got last year. And through that lens, like, dude, it was tough to watch his round today. It's like, oh, well, he's not going to make a mistake here. He's not going to make a mistake there. He's not going to make a mistake there. He's number one in strokes gain approach so far this week and fifth in putting. Like that's the Tiger method uh, for major championships. And he's, he's yeah. played that to perfection. But to ask you about, you rolled your eyes there when I mentioned that incident in 15 yeah. fairway yesterday. Yeah. Is that a problem? Yeah. Yeah. What we saw there yesterday? Um, no. I don't view it as a problem because I've benefited from it. Um, I have from looking from looking into a bag or from talking about looking into or you know maybe looking at a hand signal that is much 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 more discreet. Uh, And it's usually not a hand signal from the player. It's usually a hand signal from the caddy. You know we're standing. We all stand on a par three, and you're going first. I'm sure my brother's done it. you know, it's yeah, I hit and and hell. I mean, if you're between five and six and you swing hard, like I most of the time, you don't even need to know. You just oh, he he didn't take some off that. That's the six iron. Um, but that absolutely, in my mind, should have been a penalty more so because it was. Uh, I don't think uh, Ricky said anything, so I don't think it was actually audible. I think he was mouthing it, but I mean, it was caught. It was pretty blatant. Um, and there was no, there's no like there's no explaining away what what the sequence of all that was, and somehow they wound up explaining it away. It's amazing, explaining it good enough that it just like okay, we're good, we'll just let it be. Um, but it, I mean, it happens. 
it happens, I think, on every par three. I mean, you sometimes you get in a, in a threesome or a twosome where the guy's like, the, he's either told his caddy or his caddy's just doing it. You know, he's not going to signal to you or, he, you know, he covers up his, you know, clubs with his towel. One of but these fucking other, Boy Scouts. Yeah, <laughs> other than that. You, you, combat boots. I don't yeah. like the gods on this job. <laughs> other than that, man, you will know what the other guys hit. And it was just, I guess it was unfortunate for, for the caddies that it was caught on. And I didn't even notice that Brooks was flashing a five um, until this morning too. And then, uh, you know, he says something like, oh, I guess I'm supposed to take my glove off with my fist closed or some shit. Like, that's just stop. Like you can't, you can't explain this away. I mean, this is clear what you were doing, but I mean, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in the room when they were discussing this. Like what, what, how do you, how are you getting out of this? <laughs> I don't amazing. understand how this is possible. And yeah. they, and they, you know, they did and whatever it shouldn't, I hope if he wins, I hope he wins by three. So Same. You know, this shit matters. Um, but it, it should have been a penalty and more so not because of the act, but more so because it was caught and it was a little bit more egregious and like a little less subtle than, than we normally are, but it happens. I'm guarantee it yeah. happened once a day in every group out there, if not multiple times a day in every group out there. So it's really not that big a deal. It probably should be a rule amended, maybe not just totally scratched because like then you could literally, I don't want anybody audibly asking me what I hit. That's uh, that's the difference I mean, though in the if rule. If you're kind of looking at me, yeah, if you're kind of looking at me, I may I may just like point my club at you or something like that or you know the and the caddies on the tees or you know you hold up a 2 that means it means you hit a 7 or I guess it means you hit a 2 iron. You, hopefully you can discern between the two of those. But <laughs> But, to, I don't know, but what you're describing is the difference in the rule and how it's written, though. Like, if you say it one verbally, yes. that's a penalty. And, like, technically, yes. looking in a bag and flashing and flashing that is not a penalty, right? So that's where, yes. I, to your point, like, yes. I don't know how they explain that away. I really I, don't. I couldn't. It was shocking that they were not penalized. Once I saw the video, uh, you know, I was watching some yesterday afternoon. It's like, all right, well, whatever he shoots, he, it's, too, it's too higher. Yeah. I mean, it was shocking that they did not penalize him. And I, whatever. I, again, I hope it doesn't matter. Um, and I don't think, I think by like fucking Tuesday of next week, everybody's going to forget about this anyway, but cause that's just the way the world works, but not me and TC, not me and TC. I'm well, not. I, Tron will not forget about <laughs> well, this no, shit. It's, I'm sure. TC is a big believer in the broken window theory, right? You, you, we can't, <laughs> we, we, we got to stop it before it starts or it could become yeah. an epidemic. There, there is something, issue. there's a little something to that, that I can't think of another explanation other than like the intent and you got to take the player at their word. And if they say they didn't do it, I guess you kind of sort of have to. Yeah. And then that's where I have, that's where I have, that's where I start having like the most issue. Right. And then if you get that sucks, but then four individuals that were, you know, a part of that situation in a room and you show them the video and they tried to explain it away. And I'm not like, Gary's awesome. I know both the caddies, they're all awesome, but like, there's no explanation. What you did was wrong. You should serve a penalty for for that. I just yeah, if God. you're trying to like nickel and dime an explanation, you know, oh no, we a spotter here or something like that, or we didn't even see it. He did it, but we didn't see it. Um, and that's what, I don't know. I for how that got gets explained away is baffling to me. Well, and I think what is so fucked up about it is like I don't know how, unless there's something we're not privy to, which there always <laughs> could be and usually is. Sure. Uh, like, I don't know how you come to this decision other than in any way, other than just 
well, this is going to be kind of a fucking mess, so let's just avoid it. And <laughs> yeah. like, I don't it know if we really like- want to deal with the backlash, so let's just not yeah. apply this rule. And that's where it becomes like, oh, that, that's probably not great. Yeah, it seems I, like that's that kind of maybe sort of happened. And like, is Brooks getting uh, a live benefit because they just like don't want to deal with the the backlash of maybe penalizing uh, you know a guy that maybe went to a different tour. I feel like I feel like we got a racehorse just just banging against the gate trying to get in the conversation here. Should 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 we bring him in? Guy's been thinking about Brooks all day. Let's bring him in. Oh boy. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, lads. I'm I'm calling. I'm the Harry Higgs of the future. He's just setting up all my t- takes. <laughs> I wish I could look as good as you, Kev, when I'm that age. Exactly. Hey, Sh- Shane Lowry some- and Bo situation. Yeah, I'll give you some oh, tips yeah. off the air. You know. We'll yeah. It, so. Uh, yeah, I uh, I followed Brooks around today. Uh, talked, asked a question to Brooks. Uh, talked to Gary. You know, dug into this thing a little bit. We're gonna try to write a little bit about it. But uh, I mean, it sort of distracts from the fact that like the dude threw some kick-ass golf at the course today. I mean, it was really. I don't think he, he missed an iron all day. He had one drive on 17 that floated a little right, hit a fan, kicked back into the uh, the short. You know, the second cut there and hit a shot in the middle of the green. So. It just the only thing I'll say. You guys have covered, I think, the you know five gate pretty pretty well. But Brooks lost a Masters because of this very thing, right? At twelve, how would Brooks have Mm. felt if Mm. Tiger Woods had gotten a flash from Mm. Francisco Molinari and said, "Hey, man, here hit hit eight, don't hit nine, or or Finau, or or, you know any of those guys that hit in the water." That that seems like. It's kind of an important thing, right? Like choosing your own club in those big moments. Like I know this was Thursday. I know this was 15, a little bit different. But to me, that just speaks right to why the idea matters. Like you have to make the decision to judge your club selection in that moment. I'll let I'll turn the floor back over to you. The only well, de- it might be the, wait, the defense Friday I'll give mortgage. I'll, the defense I'll give there is Brooks did not benefit from this, right? It went Woodland would have been the sure. one that would have benefited from it. So it's not as sure. if yeah, he saved a shot from it. But and, yes. And but he, so I think the question that a lot of people have, which I have my own theories on but want to turn to Harry is like why why do that in the first place? Like why would you voluntarily help out a competitor? I mean, I guess the competitor and all of us wants to beat everybody when they're at their best um that would be a hard thing like if i was let's say i was you know tiger had or somebody had gone on 12 use kevin's example like and it was sunday and we were around the league like i don't think anybody's flashing any hand signals then right i mean it's not or or when you're cleaning that fucking club you're covering up what you hit i mean Again, it's still like pretty easy. We're all about going to hit the same club anyway. Um, and if you grab one more and swing, like he was, oh, that might have been eight iron. Like he seemed like he took a little off that and it flew a little lower, something like that. You know, you could probably figure it out. But yeah, in that moment, I don't think I don't think Ricky is turning to Butchie, Gary's caddy, and Malvin. You know, nine iron. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're we're pretty we're buttoned up at that point, which is just yeah. I mean, I guess it's. It's kind of like an un I guess in a way an unwritten rule like well there's something almost so- everybody is almost always going to some way shape or form either help or help you figure out what you just hit um and it's not that hard to figure out you know no one you just no one covers up the bag so you do your caddy peeks and you know looks over and oh that's nine iron or I mean hell I and mean, there's sometimes where I can see you know everybody's eight, nine, and seven are all in the same gap. And I look at that gap in his bag and there's 
an eight and a nine. I know, you know, homeboys hitting a seven, right? It's just, I don't know, man. I just, I guess, I guess we should all. Seems like it's giving you a lot to think about. It really is. The rules should be stricken or like just a fucking free for all or everybody has to cover up the bag. No hand signals ever. Like, and yeah, that's I mean, what I think is Kevin so funny about point. this like, is like the alternative is, you know, cover up the bag with the towel. Don't let anybody see like you would look like such a chode if you did that, that I think it's yeah. almost like everybody overcompensating for just like, oh, no, I don't. Sure. I'm not, I, no, no, I'm not yeah. being protective. I'll tell you what we hit. Just look, <laughs> check it out. Totally fine. We had totally we fine. had one in uh, San Antonio last week on a par three. I was going last and the first guy hit and I was like, Al, what did he hit? And Al just turned to me and just says, I don't fucking know the towels over the bag. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. yeah. And like, it was like, well, what, what, why, why would you do that? I mean, it was, I will tell you the way that they sort of beat the committee, I guess, to sort of, you know, explain this away is that Gary said, there's no way that he would have hit five iron if he had seen the five thing, because he would have hit, six iron there and if he had hit six iron he would have ended up in the water because he's was 15 yards ahead of brooks and they hit at the same distance and so that was the sort of way this was directly from gary and then brooks sort of repeated it so i think they got their story straight if in fact it is what they sort of were talking about that's a good job by them Um, (laughs) they would have it's again this is all like it seemed to me the clips that you see i would be shocked if gary woodland did not know before he hit what Brooks had hit. So I don't know. And maybe they did. Maybe, maybe Butchie uh, couldn't read, like just like wasn't looking or couldn't read his lips. And Gary missed the, you know, handful that Brooks flashed at him. And the next thing you know, they're like, shit, we don't know what to do. We can't keep asking these guys. Cause like, they just, <laughs> they clearly tried to tell us um, I, who knows. That was it's a little bit of a loophole, right? If guys aren't going to like tell what you think is the truth, then no one can really override that. Yeah, you can't really. If I guess you know if that's with their explanation, you can't really penalize them. Um, but again, it was it seemed pretty clear to me what had happened, um, and it happens often. It just doesn't get caught on camera, and it's not like audibly something that you're doing. It's more like what Brooks did. You just kind of like flash a flash of, and, and it's hard to flash a five. It's a lot easier to just like take your, you know, when you're hitting six, it's just a one. You kind of take that like down the side of your leg or something and, and kind of do that. And it's everybody tries to be much more subtle, I guess. But who cares? I mean, fuck. He's winning. All right, I hope guys, he wins play by has three. been suspended. <laughs> I need everybody to uh, shelter in place for the time being. Uh, Sally, what do you got on the agenda? Well, I was just going to I was going to run Harry here uh, eventually, but I wanted to see what what other noteworthy what else is the most noteworthy thing he feels like uh, has happened so far in the Masters. Hmm. That's really about it. Or what are you? Um, what are you itching to? Yeah. What are you? Rom like would, running yeah, through. I would love to see. I would love to see Rom like fight the what seems to be the shitty end of the draw and get up there and then just duke it out. I would love to see haymakers. Uh, in a perfect world, uh, Jordan would also like just hole a bunch of forty-five footers and like sneak his way up there at the end too. Um, God, Rom and uh, it man. seems like if, if Victor could have figured out his chipping by now he would be up there um he doesn't doesn't that's seem really, to be able to i mean that out. yeah it's amazing I, I would love to see i'd love to see cam young too sam burns is a great friend i mean if i had to pick of anybody of all the boards that was showing there i'd say i'd want sam burns to win i don't see 
um, the young Sam Bennett really being much of a factor, but like in a way, I guess I hope I'm wrong because that would be sick too. It would be so cool. Kepka and Rom just bombing it, and Sam seems to play a very uh, much more finesse kind of game. He doesn't seem to hit it very far at all, um, and he's finding a way to get around this place. It's going to be a little harder if it gets like if there's no bounce at all, you know, after some rain. So hopefully some haymakers with. I guess haymakers with with sideshows, um, you know, that might might you know enter the enter the chat as as you guys would say. That would be kind of sick. Love it. Well, appreciate you joining us, man. Have a great Friday night. I hope some high noon seltzers are in the in the plans for for this evening. Yeah, so. I gotta try that tequila one. Yeah, you, you can't do. tell anybody, but I'm I'm I've been drinking a lot more tequila um, <laughs> after. All the Tito's run. Yeah, don't tell anybody. Yeah, so we'll keep that. That's I, I got to get those. That's our little secret. That. Harry, I want to – one thing before you get out of here. I know in all the – everything that you got going on, you've been talking about uh, the time you're putting in the gym. And I yeah. know you always laugh it off, but I know you've been busting your ass. So what are we expecting to see out of the rest of your year? Well, I feel like I'm playing, like, the best golf I can at the moment. Um I'm still not swinging it the way that I want to swing it. And like to, to what we discussed earlier, right. The ease of the approach play where it just like, all right, I'm just going to hit this 25 feet to the left and and be done with it. And it's a lot less stressful. I'm not, I don't quite have that ability to do that now. So I find some interesting spots. I'm very fortunate that I've always been a good chipper and putter of the ball and been getting the damn thing up and down from everywhere, but I want it to be less stressful. Um, and uh, yeah, I am. I've, I've done a lot this week. I, this is the first thing I do every day. I can't get the goddamn ball airborne without doing something in the gym before. Um, so it's more required than anything else, but I'm going to spend some time next week with a, with a trainer here in Dallas. Um, I, I, I need to get my rear end out of the way, um, and my chest down instead of kind of humping it and miss striking it at times. So we're going to do a lot of kind of like tailored, tailored work in the gym to do that. And then I'm going to do it sun up to sundown. A lot of head nodding going on right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That workout plan to yeah. DJ pie. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, will, insights and key learnings, Harry would be I, great. I will, I will happily do it. I'm, I'm planning on doing it in the mornings and, and then kind of some correctives like after when I leave and, it's a lot. It's it's been beneficial, and I've been fortunate that I've never been hurt, and I think that's part of the reason why is that I I do actually spend a lot of time on my body. Um, now again, I'm going to hang up here and go take a shower, and and we're we've got date night tonight. I'm going to get a fat steak and probably a baked potato. So <laughs> that has a little bit more to do with the way I look, but I'm certainly making making a big push in um, helping my body move the way in which I want to want it to move. So. Yeah, I reached out. Had a lot of a lot of people that were more than willing to help, and and I've, I have a lot of people that are, are already helping. Uh, but we're gonna try a little new, uh, like more direct. Like this is exactly the way that we need to move in the gym to allow you to move that way on the golf course. So, Love it. hopefully that works. And then yeah, man, I just if I hit like fifty or low fifty greens in regulation for a week, I mean the way things are currently going with the short clubs. I don't think I'll ever finish outside the top ten. Um, so, hell yeah, bring it. Let's go. But let's, it's, let's man, finish the season with a fury. Come on, <laughs> it's hard, man. I hadn't been hitting enough damn greens, um, and I got to drive a little better too. Can't be trying to hit greens from behind fucking trees. Uh, well, and we need so. we need you in that top fifty to avoid the mule circuit too. Yeah, well, <laughs> different, I mean, day, I, I different day. Different day. Getting ready, yeah. 
I mean, that mule circuit's still pretty good. That's still, that's like, <laughs> the big rig's going to be on the rodeo purses. circuit. Yeah. $8 million oh, yeah. purses on that mule circuit. Lassoing mules. Still pretty Hog good. Pilot. And I got, uh, you know, forced weeks off and all that stuff. Like, <laughs> shit's pretty good. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We, we've got a few years. we got to see how everybody does. Um, the uh, the walk and talks yesterday from, from Rory and – again, from Max are just another proof that like, all right, at least these top guys are kind of leaning into this and they're trying to make this better, better for the fans, which then just in turn makes it better for maybe us mules. But I would love to get out of that mule circuit. Harry, you are our favorite mule, if I may say. Mule of the week <laughs> uh, here on the No Leg Up podcast. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy date night and enjoy the rest of the Masters. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Take Cheers, care. Harry. Yep. All right, whether you are a scratch player or if you're new to the game, there's an easy way to lower your scores. Adding a rangefinder to your pre-shot routine will change your game forever. Nobody likes the guy that's asking the playing partners, hey, can I borrow your can I borrow your rangefinder? Can you gun this for me? Can you do this? Our longtime partner, Precision Pro Golf, has created a rangefinder unlike any other. We've been using the NX10 for quite some time now. I don't know how long it's been. It's easily the best rangefinder we've ever used. It has all the essentials like a magnetic cart mount, slope adjusted distances, an external slope switch, HD optics. You also get free battery replacements, a three-year warranty, and a 30% off upgrade program. So head to precisionprogolf.com slash NLU uh, to see our favorite part, which is the customization. You can choose one of the uh, NLU designs at precisionprogolf.com or you can get a um, and also with the NX10, you can easily switch the look of your rangefinder. Head to precisionprogolf.com slash NLU code no laying up to get $20 off your NX10 today. Um, KVV, you, you said on a good comment in there. Nobody likes the guy who's uh, asking what club are you hitting either. <laughs> asking for a number or what club you're hitting. That's true. I think that's a, a timely comment. Thank you for that. I think the more Harry started talking about that, the more he was like, yeah, it's kind of messed up that we do this to begin with. But like, yeah, that should have been a penalty. But We walked him right into that one. Uh, Kevin, you uh, you sat, you, you followed Brooks a lot, and you uh, you actually, I don't, did you, if you got to talk to him after the round or you sat on his presser after the round, but I heard that was a pretty interesting press conference for a Friday afternoon. Yeah, I did, uh, I did ask him a question. The most interesting aspect, I think, of the press conference was Brooks's reveal that after the Masters last year, he was so angry and so frustrated we missed the cut that in the player's parking lot or kind of over by the caddy barn, he said he tried to punch out the back windshield of his courtesy Mercedes. Like, basically, like, smashed it once, didn't work, and then tried to punch it again. And everyone was like, what? And he was like, yeah. Hardo. Pretty, pretty, pretty silent ride home. Uh, and he prefaced it with, like, not sure I should tell you guys this, but, uh, yeah. So I think it was always, like, kind of fascinating to hear Brooks kind of opening up a little bit and, sharing some weirdo stuff I, and I, obviously brooks wants you to know that story if he's going to tell it but um he didn't really like being a stinky golfer i'll say that you know what's going to make your day really bad is when you're so mad you want to smash out the back window and you can't even do that right <laughs> that's that's going to be frustrating also I, i'm going to flag that story just a little bit i appreciate him saying it <laughs> shout out to our guy mr goodly cooks there with the smash gc jokes uh but we're like, the, uh, we're like dent gc <laughs> uh Netflix cameras were also following that week, right? That's correct. Well, that's and that's DJ. That's a little bit to where I get frustrated with Brooks. Is like you watch the Netflix thing. I know it's heavily edited, but it's like I I can't remember who won the Masters last year. Like I don't. I'm so checked out. I don't even care. It, it just ping pongs from I don't care. I don't work out. I don't have to practice. To do you know how fucking hard this is? 
how hard I'm working. I don't think I can do it. I'm punching out windows on my courtesy car. And so I, I just get a little bit um, exhausted with that back and forth. And it's not like the, because I don't think it's authentic passion. That's what frustrates me. Now, keep getting it done on the course, keep balling out like this. I will shut the fuck up because like the golf has been very good the last two days, but the, the commentary is just not for me. It's, it's hard for me to root for that question for Kevin, maybe, but the, like, I obviously have, have felt that way for a long time too. And I think every, every single live press conference he's done has been like, makes your skin crawl. (laughs) And he's just like, I'm not going to answer any questions. I'm going to try to stare holes through you, all that stuff. Maybe I'm just an easy sell and maybe I'm just blown away by how fucking good he hit his irons today. But he seemed a little more genuine in the press room today, I thought. And that was a takeaway from the Netflix thing was like, man, he's going to go one of two ways from this. He's either going to say, I'm never being vulnerable again. I can't believe I did that. That was a mistake. Or like, "Eh, you know what? The world didn't end. And maybe people like seeing a little different side. And I thought he was just a shade more genuine today. Kevin, I don't know if you agree or disagree. Yeah, it's actually some of that insight came from yesterday, too, where someone asked him, did you feel misrepresented in the uh, Netflix thing? And he's like, no, actually, I was glad that people got to see another side of me because I always say, like, what you see on the golf course is not like who I really am. And so I think it's always a little bit interesting at the Masters because everyone's sort of in a like a genial mood. They're they're much happier to sort of talk in press conferences like Brooks came to press conferences two days in a row after shooting the low round of the day. That would never happen on the PJ Tour. He would be like, I'm just going to do quick quotes, man. I don't want to like go into the presser. But they're always willing to sort of like come and, and sit down where they're willing to be more open. So he was very much more entertaining. He was smiling. He was cracking jokes. He was making the media laugh. I don't know. It just he generally seemed like a little bit more at ease with uh, everything and, and happy to, you know, be who he is. I think that there's a little bit of a false narrative going around of like, like he's been doing this, man. Like you guys were sleeping on him. Like everyone was sleeping on him. You don't realize how good he's been playing. It's like, nah, that hadn't really been happening. Like he won last week. Like this is a surprise. Let's embrace the fact that this is a surprise. And part of what has frustrated a lot of us, I don't want to speak for everyone, but has frustrated me is like he was this dogged competitor that was fascinating to watch in majors that won a shitload of these and like was the dude. Like he was the dude everybody feared. And it felt like him running to live like was the end of that era, right? Him admitting, especially after watching the Netflix thing of like, dude, he kind of saw his vulnerability in the mirror and said it's not coming back. So it is very reasonable to be surprised that this has come back yeah. in this fashion and through two. And it's again, we're only halfway, halfway that we're not even halfway there. He's halfway through the tournament, and uh, it is it is shocking. Like it is really surprising to see him be this well rounded. Sustainability models are checking off, checking it out. Like it, it it's working. Like it is not just like streaky golf that looks like it's about to fall apart. And uh, I'm fascinated to see if anybody's going to give the, him a run. The other solid point I think from the press conference that was really interesting is that he was asked, you know, if you were healthy because he kind of went through all of his injuries, if you were healthy, would you would a major decision to go to live harder? And he yeah. was like, Yeah, I'm going to be honest, it would have. And I don't think that Greg Norman's going to be like bragging about uh, that quote. This is like a lot of little things throughout the week where Brooks has, has played or practiced around with Rory. He's obviously not wearing the live, you know, team gear. Uh, you know, some people are explaining that away with his oh, Nike guys don't have to. OK, uh, you know, he's he's given a chance to kind of boost live a couple times and he hasn't taken it. And obviously, you know, we know that, like, there's some chatter out there that he's having some regrets. So I think he's knows probably he's contractually bound to this, but he's not shy about saying like, 
yeah, it's not that great. And I probably wouldn't be here if I could, you know, if I'd stayed healthy the whole time. But yeah, but I'm, I'm what, good with whatever. God, what a fascinating existence, though. If he goes and wins this week, he's locked up to to be a Masters player for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. Locks up, you know, refreshes his exemptions, and just knowing, like, man, this dude is miserable. And here he goes to Jeddah. Here he goes to Singapore. <laughs> here he goes to Trump. Whatever. And all he wants to do is play four weeks a year. Like that's that's fucking sick. sick. Talk about the golden handcuffs. We uh, we have uh, had some calls for uh, listen some representation. Um, Randy will not be joining the show tonight. He says we, we're going to be able to eulogize uh, Rory on our own. But uh, I think what he, what he said some, was, you know what? It's I do it all the time. It's going to mean more coming from you guys. That uh, that is accurate. That is accurate. Uh, but let's bring in TC. He's standing by, watching by. He's commenting in the comments. Uh, TC. What's happening, buddy? Hello, hello. And you know what? I've got a special guest with me this evening. Oh, oh it's the franchise. franchise. Oh, hey, Dad. How are you? <laughs> surprise, surprise. We surprise. don't have the mic on the franchise, unfortunately. But uh, oh. TC, what? No, uh, it's not working. Sorry. What is, yeah. uh, what, what's top of the list for you? What are you fired up about? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I think this is going to be a crowning for the ages. It's uh, we're, we're seeing a very uh, gettable golf course. The first 36 holes, we're seeing somebody run and hide, not have to deal with the draw at all. And then we're going to see a very wet golf course, the last 36 holes. And, you know, just not a whole lot of questions being asked. So uh, I, I think it's going to be a crowning unless Cam Young, Hovland, things of that nature can step up. And his, and I'll push back on part of that. There was at least one question being asked, which was like, what did you guys hit there? I think that was at least one of the questions that has been asked <laughs> in Kepka's direction. But I, I don't know if I can ride with you on that because like a lot of other people out there had the same draw and didn't go out and do what Kepka did. Fair. Very fair. Uh, sorry, we got, we got the franchise back here. Uh, <laughs> very fair. Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm blown away at Kepka. I think he's just saving all his bad shots for round three. Uh, I don't know. People are all like all over us. You guys don't want to see Kepka win. I don't want to see Kepka win. It has nothing to do with Liv. <laughs> it has everything to do with just Brooks. I just think he's a dick, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, he's played brilliant golf so far. So hats off to him. What I mean, TC, what's got you? What else got you fired up? Let's 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 empty the chamber here. You haven't been on in a couple of days. Uh, Shit, man. Uh, I need you. I need your Rory you, takes. I yeah, need will you, you apologize just open for up Rory. the Rory discussion? Well, yeah, I'll apologize for Rory if you guys apologize for Rory. Listen, I'm ready I should to probably. I should probably put my hand up. I mean, I, I, I was honest on Twitter earlier. I went out and I, I needed. I, I almost fried my brain yesterday with all the feeds I had going, and <laughs> Rory didn't really. He didn't show up, and the block party got off to a bad start. So I said I left it with the neighbors, and I said, "Listen, I'm gonna go play golf." I went and played quick, quick 18, actually very quick 18, and uh, I came back, and it looked like Firefest. And now I feel like, like the authorities are involved. I feel like Billy McFarland, and I just am very disappointed because the I said it last night. I thought yesterday's round, Rory dug it out a little bit, and and was able to keep it at even. And he in and years past that would have been the like just totally lay an egg and kind of give up. And I felt like today that's exactly what he did. Like, I, I mean, the, the par putt on, what, 16, 16. was like, like horrible. Like I, I went back and watched the replay because I didn't watch most of it. He's dropped from coverage. It was fucking awful. It was just not good golf today. And yesterday I thought he was battling. Today I felt like he kind of waved the white flag, and I hate that. I hate that for all the block party attendees. DJ's jaw rule in this situation. 
you know well, and we, i'm we trying just... to get a hold of you this morning should we cancel it do we not cancel it neil's out on the golf course so i'm you know i made the decision to to pull the plug he's been hoodwinked bamboozled you didn't the city council shut that shit down all right yeah the the uh, the authorities came in. I was over playing with the pigs on the beach, you know, in the Bahamas. I was, I was just happy we got we got everybody out of there before those trees started coming down. That was our big concern was public safety. Yeah, we had some structural some structural issues, it but was not Rory's round kind of looked like those trees coming down today. I mean, it was just there was no stop in the fall today. Yesterday he was able to, you know, arrest the fall, and today it just it got out of hand early and it didn't stop. And it sucks. There's a complete lack of pride. Right. Like it's at some point after the front nine, it's like, all right, you know what? I'm going to buckle down and go two or three under in the back here and try to make the cut. And he didn't do that at all. He just kind of packed his shit up and left. That sucks. Well, I think he, he tried to it, 13 was ugly, but then he, he made what birdie on 15, I think. Um, and then he hit that. He airmailed it on 16. And that's what just it, that's when the, I feel like he waved the white flag. He missed a five foot eagle this on is, 15. This is currently what I feel like. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to clean up the. I'm going to clean up tomorrow. I told the, the cops, just, you know, let me be for a minute. Here's my number. I'll, I'll, I'm not I'll, going anywhere. I'll be in touch. Uh, having trouble connecting with my kids. Too many limoncellos you know? by the pool. It's tough. Neil's going to go get drunk with one of the bartenders tonight. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> it's really disappointing because I, I do think Randy was he been in, in my keister about it. You know, this, this was the year. This was the moment with Rory. It was all building towards this week. And – Yes, you could argue like he puts he's putting too much pressure on himself. There's there it, it's in his head all this stuff, but man, it's like God, the greats you got to summon it, and this would have been uh, a really good good for the narrative. KVV coming in, you know, after all this live versus PGA tour stuff, and come into Augusta and just like run shit, and that's not what we got. You know, I was thinking today that if there's a succession quote that would have summed it up is like. He came in thinking he had guns in his hand, and now they've turned into sausages. It just was a, a bad, a bad scene. Uh, yeah. Just deflating. Like I don't, I don't think he had a lack of pride there, but I think he just he can't figure this place out. It, it gets in his brain. It's a little bit of a curse. And uh, you know, I think honestly, he's going to play really good golf the rest of the year. But I think he's got to own it. I think it's totally fair for us to sort of treat him the way that we treat any other player uh, who doesn't sort of you know come on our podcast and stuff like it, it was a super disappointing uh, experience and he'd be the first dude to sort of say that it sucked yeah no one's more disappointed than him tonight right cliche nobody wants to win it more than he uh, what you know wants him to win it more than he does that's it's true but like I, I think it's a realistic time to have the question like ask the question like is this going to happen for him I think a lot of people for a long time have assumed that it will tiger in his presser this week oh it's just, just a matter of time it's just a matter of time before he wins he has everything he needs dude I, I really do think if the Masters was the second major of the year, he would have racked up several of them. But now every year we're going to do the same long layoff, same not even be able to pretend like you can't think about it. And you're going to think about it in December and January and February and March. And by the time April rolls, rolls around, man, it's like there's just no possible way to downplay the week at all. He's attempted to do that. And now it's like, dude, it just continues to build and build and build. And uh, I think Sergio won it in his like 17th Masters or something like that. Um so, and I think next year will be 16 for Rory. So it can happen, but man, if you look at like the data of when dudes win their first Masters, it is not usually that far into their Masters career. So I think he's. I, got ten, I think he's got 10 chances left. That, that's TC, you still haven't apologized though. Yeah, I'll apologize. I uh, first, you know, 
I think it was bullshit the way that you guys treated me after St. Andrews last year. When, uh, and I want to he's gonna flip to this. He's gonna flip this to a compliment what, for what, himself what somehow. Cam, Cam completely, completely bodied the guy. Uh, but I was all over Rory this week. I, I will hand up. I think the most frustrating part is he's probably gonna win at Oak Hill, which like that sucks even more. It's like it's gonna feel like. Oh, you know what? This was in there the whole time. He just can't get out of his own way, and like he needs to fire Bob Rotella because he's he just go play golf, man. Just just go play golf. Like stop thinking about it. Stop talking about it. Stop trying to reinvent yourself after every single time this happens. Just go play golf. So yeah, I just don't I do want to say like this that. though. <laughs> I think that's the whole thing. I just don't think it works like I, that. At DC. I uh, I will be there next year if if we get through litigation and the authorities are with it yeah it's not gonna slow us down uh i'm i'm you can you know where to find me deej i don't know about you but i'll be there i'll be there i'm not looking forward to it but i'll be there you know i i I want it i want it to happen i'm disappointed and you know it's hard it's like yes i want to be critical because it like today was kind of a disaster and and again i feel like he you know kind of gave in a little bit but it just sucks like i feel bad for him like it like he because you do, you know, it's not like he's not trying. I don't know how to, yeah. I don't know how to put this. I'm just going to ramble we're, a little bit. We're not done eulogizing Rory, but we are, we're going to have to drop uh, TC and, and KVV. One more thing. One more thing. Okay. Maybe we're not dropping TC. A lot of, a lot of people coming after me about Sam Bennett. I never once said mm. that Sam Bennett was, was not a good golfer. Wasn't a good golfer. He, I think he just plays slow as shit. And he, and he goes to, he goes to Texas a and I'm not down with Texas A&M. Can't it's a blanket do it. fatwa on Texas a Won't do it. Can't do it. So that's all there is to it. Thank you, TC. KVV, KVV, I know you got some writing to do. Where can we find that? What are we going to see tonight? (laughs) Yeah, we're going to take a little bit uh, uh, deeper into Brooks and uh, a little bit of his round and just kind of uh, some of his thoughts afterwards. And um, and my parting thoughts are just to say that there's a lot of people with very stupid tree opinions out there. Uh, Cannot believe that there are people being like, oh, man, it's stupid. It's a big deal. No big deal. Like, they, I guarantee, like, the Gusta tournament committee and the arborists and all that are testing the soil here to make sure this doesn't happen anymore because that was a super scary situation when those trees went down they could have easily killed a couple people if not more i mean they two trees fell around one woman think how like close this came to being an absolute disaster there were two tea times with 18 minute gaps in between them and those trees fell in between one of those gaps with 18 people like the videos are fucking freaky and it's probably a bunch of 25 year olds in your mentions that don't understand like what insurance is like and what liability is like and how professional golf tournaments are run, especially one at this scale. Um, yeah, there's, there's an issue here, which I think we'll get probably back into. I don't know if our next guest has any tree opinions as well. God, I bet the, uh, I I'm bet the guy that runs you, that insurance you, policy is a, is a green jacket. Probably. Sure. That might help. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Whoop, the official fitness wearable of the PGA Tour. Whoop is a wearable health and fitness coach that specializes in tracking and improving your recovery, your sleep, your activity. So if you're hoping to sleep better, exercise more, reduce stress, or maybe lower your handicap, daily insights from Whoop are tailored to help you meet that goal. 87% of Whoop members say they feel healthier with Whoop. I know it when my battery dies and I take forever to charge it back up, my health decreases immediately i need i need somebody scoring how i'm doing how i'm sleeping how i'm you know putting myself together it's not been good lately i'm just being honest with everyone all right i'm always honest when i do the whoop reads whether i'm on a heater if i'm on a downtrend i'm on a downtrend major weeks are always tough on me 
With everything from personalized recommendations to sleep coaching, Whoop uses data to provide you with the steps you need to take to maintain positive routines and build healthier habits. Go to whoop.com, W-H-O-O-P.com, use code NLU to save 10% off your order. All right, to our next guest. Sorry to keep you waiting for so long. It's hard to get some of these guys to, to hang up here, but bring it in from Golf Channel and NBC, Miss Kara K. Kara K. Dixon. How are you, Kara? Hi, guys. I'm very good. How are you? We are, uh, we're, we're struggling through a weather delay and a rain delay and a lot of mean people on Twitter, but otherwise we're doing pretty well, but, uh, and a Rory collapse and a Rory which, collapse. And, and Will you help cleaning us up a block party that didn't get started? So I know guys, I was going to come to the block bar party. I was bringing charcuterie. I was yeah. ready to go. Um, well, it's probably better. I'm you sorry. didn't make it honestly. There's a couple of okay. things you couldn't, you couldn't really unsee. It. It, yeah. it got rained out and the, the, chairs didn't show up so everybody was sitting in the mud it was not good <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm good i'm out on that next year next year yeah, yeah. calendar we'll be there next year okay, okay. Kara, Kara, what was the best thing you saw today oh my goodness so i think it's pretty cool what sam bennett is doing just from like a confidence standpoint you expect brooks kepka to go out and do what he's done um the not cool the tree thing was maybe the most shocking thing that i saw I'm glad everybody that is is okay but i met sam bennett for the first time, I think at API last year, he had gotten a sponsor's exemption into the field because he played on the Palmer Cup or there's some exemption that you get from being the best American or something on the Palmer Cup team. And he said, I, I, we did this interview and he goes, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a ma'am. Um, it was just very sweet and very, very nice. So and uh, we'll see if he can, can keep it going. You know, he said the same thing to Van Pelt at the end of his interview in Butler Cabin. He's like, thank you, sir, <laughs> which I, I got Very a polite. kick out of that, too. Very polite young man. And uh, my colleague, Ryan Lavner, wrote a really great piece about him um, in his backstory. If if y'all's listeners have not read that yet, I would highly recommend it. You guys, uh, you had your first uh, master's experience this week, I think. What was, your, uh, what was your biggest takeaway from being on the grounds for the first time? I did. It was so exciting. And Solly, if I was wearing a whoop, it would be way down because that was more exercise than I ever thought that I would get. And just the amount of food and drink that I consumed on the grounds, it was like my last time eating ever, uh, just because you had to get as much as you possibly could. Um, I walked uh, from the entrance that we came through. I ended up right at Amen Corner and there was like a spot on the rope line. And I was like, oh, you know what? Um, we were right up when you're 13. Like, I'm going to go over to 13 and just check it out, blah, blah, blah. So I stand on the rope line, and who is playing their practice round but Tiger, Rory, Tom Kim, and Freddie Couples. And I was watching them try to figure out if they're going to lay up and, you know, shoot some really nice shots on that green. And I just thought to myself, okay, this is this is the best day ever. This is my master's experience. Um, and then I promptly um, made myself in incredibly sore from all of the hills did you know that this is such a hilly place I've heard, <laughs> it you, is insane you must credit kevin van valkenberg with that information but i've heard yeah. that that is uh yeah. that was the exclusive we had on the podcast can earlier confirm, this week can <laughs> confirm it is wild the uh the elevation changes are insane there is no way tv can do this place justice i i think i'm still sore it's been a couple days since i've left now um uh, I think that my biggest food takeaway was uh, Smiley Kaufman had recommended on Twitter that you should combine the pimento cheese and chicken salad sandwiches wow. um, and do like one half with the other um, fire. I also tried it with the egg salad. It was a bit mushy, sure. um, but still delicious. I was late for the chicken biscuit every day. So huge, huge that. loss. 
hate that for me. Maybe, maybe I'll get to go back again another time. Um, and I also, um, will not recover all any of the money that I uh, spent at merch, but whatever, it was for a great cause and I don't regret it. So the it merch tents laid amazing. out so nicely. I, they do. They, it is, I know everybody knows this, but just the organization, the, the way they flow people through that place is something to behold. Yes. And, um, you know, you go in there and you're like, well, I need to get a hat for blah, blah. Well, if I get a hat for blah, blah, then I got to get a hat for blah, blah. And then, you know, this person has a shirt, but if I get that shirt, then I got to get it. Now, all of a sudden, everyone, you know, gets a shirt. So I'm a really great friend to all my people. I was surprised that the first time I went that I expected to feel like I was walking on eggshells for whatever reason. And I was surprised how comforting the feeling was and how helpful everyone was on the grounds of like trying to get you in the right place or just making sure you had a great day out there. Right. And I guess everything you hear about Augusta is how stuffy it is and things like that. But when it comes to the masters, they really actually do know how to treat people when they're on the ground. They completely do. And there just seemed to be a sense of joy everywhere. Yeah. And I think a lot of that ties back to not having your cell phone because you are forced to actually look up and enjoy the experience. And even if I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try to put my phone away and just really enjoy the experience. I would still check it, you know, three, four or five times or something like that. I would still try and connect with the outside world. I, there's also no clocks anywhere that I was able to find. No, just, it was like a casino. You're, <laughs> you're just like lulled into this false sense of security of having the greatest time ever. I, you don't know what time it is. Um, you're just walking around, truly living your best life, engaging with the people you're with. On the first day, I also, I had a, um, uh, one of my very good friends that I was with, but on the second day that I went, I was kind of flying solo, just doing my thing. I'd, I'd made some standing appointments at the big tree by the clubhouse where a, a bunch of people hang out. Yeah, so deal. it was kind of, yeah, it was like, okay, well, I hope this person's going to be there at 10. I hope this person's going to be there at 11. And then you end up running into all these different folks and just, then all of a sudden three hours have passed by. You've walked the course a million times and you've had a, a many more sandwiches than one needs to consume. So there's a lot of joy. And um, yes, like you said, Solly, very, very helpful on the grounds for anybody that I needed to ask what the time was. I know you're, you're you, I, say, I know you're a Rory fan. Uh, we were just eulogizing Rory before you came on. What's your, what's your reaction about what we just saw out of, uh, out of our guy? Yeah, I really thought it was the time. I, I, if I could gamble on this, I probably join would've. these guys. I, join these guys, yeah. not me. I know. I'm sorry. Sorry, <laughs> I know, Sally. You're never gonna. What is your line? You're, you're just not gonna. You're gonna be. I'm out gonna be surprised by it. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna that's try great. to predict it. I'm not gonna try to predict it. That's, that's my fine. thing. That's fine. No, that's that's. I don't like the fence. Yeah, I know. We've you addressed gotta be this. In, you gotta, I'm not fence just, sitting. I'm, I'm, no we'll vulnerability. Solid yeah, be an we'll awful be there next year, as we heard earlier. I can't be more than 100%. I've already reached 100% vulnerability, all right? I've already gone through it. I can't. I can't go any anymore. There's no vulnerability left. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was happening. And other than the players, he's been playing really well. And like, what he did at match play, I figured, you know, players was just kind of a, a fluky thing or I don't know what was going on. But uh, I hope this doesn't become... I'm sure that, you know, when you think about the Masters, it's really intense and brings up all these emotions. And I can only imagine what that feels like going into that sort of thing every single year. But once it becomes a thing, it's really hard to unthing that thing once it's a thing in your in your brain and for the rest of, of golf, Twitter and media. Um, so I, I hope that he can have a um, healthy way to process this and not have it continue to have negative effects into the rest of his golf and, and um, general happiness. But um, yeah, bummed for Roar. Yeah. I, I thought it was the time. What's your, you were obviously a, a lifelong golf fan before you started working uh, in 
the crooked media. What's your uh, <laughs> what's your kind of dream scenario for a Sunday finish here? How do you feel about Brooks? How do you feel about Rom? What's what's your kind of how would you how would you stack them up if you could go watch anything you wanted? I mean, if I was like a a writer, I would probably be rooting for like the Brooks John Rom fight down the stretch, and that's kind of you know what this whole world has turned into is like live and is a PGA tour and all the different entities that are interested in the outcome of things. Um, I would, I mean, would it be in a dream world? Wouldn't it be great if like Brooks and John Rahm are coming down the stretch and then Sam Bennett all of a sudden wins and just this insane. No, you know who would win would, would be the game. The game would grow. Yeah. Absolutely. The game would grow. Um, but I just think about like, uh, even for, for Sam, when Will Salatoris finished second, his life changed forever. He didn't even have to win the masters to all of a sudden become a household name in the golf world and that the opportunities that he got from that and all that stuff. So if, if he, if he goes on to continue to play well, he will absolutely be able to tap into all those opportunities for the rest of his life. Um, but as far as, um, who I think can actually get come away with it not even in a dream space i think it would be john rom would be my thought even though it's been a bit it's been a bit hit or miss since genesis and i don't know why that is or what's been going on but i i that would be my thought would be john rom. there was an article on pjtour.com actually about uh rom got a new driver head uh, adding a little bit of spin to it which is helping him hit the cut that uh he wanted to hit i mean that was the problem really on the florida swing he's he didn't drive it very well and i did i had not heard that on television that uh he seems to have turned over a new leaf with driver, but uh, that's, there we go. That's I had not heard that either. So that's breaking news for me. I've also not been really extremely paying attention to uh, our little Twitterverse. I'm on vacation in Florida with my uh, girlfriends and our husbands. <laughs> so um, there's a nice map of the Gulf of, of uh, another map. Harry Hayes had a map behind <laughs> yeah. him. Listen, I'm a yeah. huge map guy. This is great. A lot of maps in the house tonight. <laughs> and yeah. as a, a former pageant participant you know you know some people can't afford maps right that's <laughs> on us americans only and such as yes I such do. yes, yes. Um, okay good i'm glad you're picking up what we're putting down there that's i am I, I know exactly what you're talking about trust me this joke may have been made in my presence a few times cj yes I love that. yes but but i i can't escape any um any chat without it and i appreciate that so much sure. um for uh, i don't know if you want to give context to that but yes well i people know they'll figure it out okay. 50 billion views on youtube i think we're good okay. i've got okay. a question for you from from time on site uh this week was there a mm -hmm. hole that you, you know, you've watched the tournament on TV for years and years, first time in person. Was there a hole that surprised you that's like a new favorite or something that you came away with that you're like, man, I've never, you know, didn't realize yeah. how interesting this hole was? So oh, I was walking down from the clubhouse um, uh, alongside 10 on the, on the right side of 10. It was, it took my breath away. It was so beautiful. Just looking at the, like the bunker in the middle of the fairway and um, just, it was, um, I didn't think that I would be so taken aback by it. Yeah. There we go. But from the other side. Come on, oh, Cody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on demand, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But I appreciate the effort. You got to work I mean, with you got. I, you're you're in really... TV. You know this. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's exactly how it works for them. <laughs> Well, if I was on TV, I would not have said, no, 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 wait, from the other side. Um, I stopped and took a picture, a really bad picture with my digital camera of it because I um, I just thought it was so beautiful and how steep it is as well. Um, I was also just surprised by how many um, 
how the elevation changes in the fairway, like how many blind shots there are. I didn't realize how many blind shots there would be at Augusta National. Um, yeah. I can't remember exactly what shocked me, but I remember walking past one and saying that would be extremely difficult. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, I didn't realize we were keeping you from a vacation, so uh, we are going to let you go. And uh, I hope you guys have a have a great trip and uh, enjoy what the Masters, what part of the Masters you're able to to watch. And we appreciate you coming on. I think the only way we could conclude this is to say thank you, ma'am. Yeah, really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, guys. Thanks, Kira. Take care. You. Thank you. Bye. See ya. See ya. <laughs> I am currently, a couple people in the mentions were saying that Bob Herrig reporting that the Masters Committee is revisiting the rule situation with Brooks Kepka, but uh, I cannot... So Bob back to, really? I cannot quite... You know, those guys made a lot of... We were listening to the live show. Those guys made a lot of good points. We're, uh, you know, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to look back into this thing. I can't quite tell if it... Uh, the article. It sounds like from the article, I was just reading briefly, sorry to, uh, to be trying to do two things at once here, but it sounded like it was maybe a little bit of past tense of they did revisit it today and showed them the video uh, and talked about it, but... I think that Brooks talked about that in his press conference. I think they they went back to him today to say like, oh wait wait, we talked about Ricky, but now here's you putting a five out as you're taking your glove off. Tell us about that. And then I think he was like, oh, I was just taking my glove off. Gotcha. Okay, so it doesn't look like it's still under consideration here. But uh, maybe they did listen to the show last night and wanted to ask him a couple more things. So that is interesting. Well, let's we reopen it again. How about do you think SVP was sliding in a little a little shade? Oh, today for sure. Fifteen. Okay, here we are at fifteen. The approach and what club was that? When he's interviewing Brooks and Brooks like this is five iron. It's like oh, okay, perfect. And what club was that? That's pretty good. <laughs> good stuff. All right, guys, I got a uh, yes or no question for you. Do we have a Monday finish? Yes or no? Uh, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. I think tomorrow's gonna be wow. God, there's I'm actually I'm gonna there's say a yes. lot of golf left. I think on there's the course, a, I think there's a lot of rain coming tomorrow. I think it might be tough tomorrow. Is it enough rain to like delay play, or are they just gonna play in some rain? I don't uh, know the answer to that. Cody, sorry if I'm setting you up for failure. I don't know if you have your uh, if you have TC's meteorology uh, slides pulled for tomorrow. Of course he does. Uh, uh, here we go. Uh, these are, for, I think, maybe from yesterday, but there, I thought there was more rain coming tomorrow. But I, there's there's rain coming. I just don't know if we know how much. Gotcha. Uh, well, then in that case, I guess we'll see. <laughs> but if there's rain, they play. I mean, for the most part, they're playing in rain. I thought there was an updated, an updated. Maybe I was looking at one of TC's other models, but I thought Listen, it was a lot he more. He sends rain too tomorrow. many damn models. I don't have time to upload everything that he's imagine, got. Imagine being him. He's got all this. Is the NAM. Yeah, the, the North American model. I think that's right. I I know um, we we kind of. If there's no lightning though, we're good, right? To an extent, unless it's like pooling on the greens and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Cool, and I, cool. Again, I know we touched on this a little bit with KBV and a little bit with Harry as well, but uh, I mean, yeah, we we don't mean to breeze past what happened on 17 today with that tree falling down while like spectators are out there and while play is going on. Um, you know, KVV threw out the, like the possibility of the thought of like, and I was wondering the same thing of like, again, if it was 50 mile an hour winds knocking stuff over, I think it'd be a really be like, oh, this is a freak weather incident. If it was lightning strike that knocked a tree over, it'd be like, yeah, that's kind of a freak weather incident that you, is part of the risk, you know, of, of running a golf tournament, having an outdoor tournament. But in that, in those winds for a tree to blow over, I feel like should be causing some alarm bells. Cause I don't think that's supposed to happen. And with that many people walking around, it is a, 
it's luck that any tree that would fall on that property wouldn't fall on someone uh, when you're hosting a major sporting event. And I, God, I'm wondering what's going on there tonight. Charlie, I agree with you. Like, it's not a fun block to be on, but like, no, when you dude, when you say all that out loud, but this is like a tailor made. It was like made in the lab for a divisive Twitter issue of like you. Oh my God! Now we're worried about trees falling. You snowflakes, this and that. Like, it's like, oh, like let the boys play. You know, put like put them back out. It's just such. It's a tough. Uh, I agree with you, but it's tough because it's like, oh my! Everyone's just going. For, you, you know, it's the classic. Like, well, I could die if I walk outside and get hit by a car. You know, People forget it's that. Dangerous. And I don't know if the trees. Um, that- I think the difference is maybe Larry Mize is not going to get hit by a car during the, in the field of play and most other sports. And he, and he almost did today. I think the uh, I don't know if those were planted ones, but Augusta is famous for having planted a ridiculous amount of trees, right? And uh, we've seen trees grown, yes, enormous, f- enormous trees. And like again, I'm not an arborist; I don't know like uh, how this stuff works. But the root system does not seem great if it's going to tip over in that amount of wind. And dude, I don't if I, I, maybe it was the first time I saw the video was with sound of the tree falling. Dude, it freaked me out. Like it was pretty freaking horrifying, especially when it was like. You could see chairs that that, that the uh, the tree hit on the way down. It was like, dude, this could have been way, way, way worse. And it's kind of a miracle that it wasn't way worse. And uh, yeah, it's just again when something like that, like if a if a bridge collapses somewhere, all that triggers like a lot of examinations of all the other bridges in the area. Like that's how liability works. Like some, there's a problem here if this is falling over, and that's where I'm wondering like what is going on there tonight. I'm yeah, I'm with you. I wish I had something more to add, but I'm like. I- yeah, I don't know. Don't know a lot about insurance. Don't know a lot about trees. Uh, I hope everybody's okay. Okay, and I hope they're doing everything they need to do tonight to make sure. And shout out to the to the the lumberjacks that were standing by. That's, I was going to ask. They, they're standing by. How many teams are standing by? How many different teams? What else do they have standing by? Do they have Dude, like that's a, what I'm saying. It's a good indicator of Augusta's. Like they have contingencies for everything. Like this guy's just waiting to get out there. Like if you need me, I'm ready. This like was happening team quick. Lumberjack. Shortly after that tree fell, he was chopping down the rest of the of the the half tree that fell. Like, do they have a squeegee team standing by? Do they have like? Oh, we know we have that. Okay, leaf blower teams fully standing by. Is For that sure. different? They were yeah, out there we today. Have the scissor team. You know, <laughs> come on. There's a whole. There's a whole. I mean, feels like it. Scissor team for those guys. They're, they're trimming the the edges. I, I went to a practice round a long time. Saw some guys out there, like on the bunker edges doing scissors. Ah. Scissor team. That would be tough to do during play, but I dig it. I respect. This was it. after play, not during play. This was like as I was walking out of the uh, event. If yeah, if you go, if you watch the replay of that too, uh, of the one that, that we retweeted, you can see like as the tree's falling, Minwoo Lee's caddy like turns away from the action. He he like he thinks it's about to fall on somebody. He refused to watch it when that tree fell. Like it's it's, it's not flight, fun. Man. You, you can check it out early. right there. People have decisions. It's uh, it's it's not something you train for. You just have it in you. Yeah. Hmm. So fight, fight, flight, or freeze, Cody. Well, that's true. Your boy's freezing for sure. Just <laughs> um, uh, some people are yeah. asking me to apologize for Scotty. Um, I'm not going to apologize. Will I will absolutely not apologize. I I, I was very hot on Scotty yesterday too. If so you, you. he's leading the field in strokes gained t- in tee to green. Like if, if you. You run a thousand simulations of this. If he's going to be number one in strokes gained T to green, there's no possible way he's T29 and 11 shots back. Freaky week on the greens. You can't prepare for that. I regret absolutely nothing. He's hit the shit out of the ball. Uh, he's second in strokes gained approach. He is just truly 
dead fucking last in putting. I mean, like horrific in putting. Uh, it was kind of rubbing edges a little bit on Thursday. Today was not even close. He had horrific four putt, a three putt on 13 from, I don't know, 20, 15 feet, maybe most for Eagle straight up the hill. And it was horrific. It was really bad. And he seems very frustrated. He got all over Ted Scott on the sixth hole today. He just did not seem extremely, extremely bitchy today. Very bitchy. It was the not day. good. That I will yeah. apologize for. I will apologize there for him was, being bitchy. Uh, Thank you. You know, and it goes back. You got to see in his interview too. This is yep. everything that you guys are always begging for. You want more fire out of Scotty. You want to show him a little bit of passion. That's still bitchy. No, not being bitchy. You got something though. He has that dog in him. He he was expect. I I thought I absolutely loved it. It was way more than just him bebopping around. Oh, home, look, I just made a. Well, no, no he one did. He he was being bitchy and he was hang dog. The shoulders were slumped all day. That's true. Okay, so that's not what you're looking for either. Like, you don't... No one's ever pulled off the, uh, I can't hit a better shot than that and not sounded bitchy in some way, right? Like, that's directed at Ted Scott, and that's like, dude, I, I, you got to own that one a little bit. It was a, a ball that he was expecting to fade back to the back right pin on six, and anyone that was slightly left of that pin on six was getting rejected by it, and it, it did not fade, and they blamed the win for it, and it just... It's just not a dude that seemed like he was in control of all of his emotions. Since well, I'm, I'm glad to hear you apologize, Sally. That's that's cool to see. Not yeah, for picking him, that. but for him being bitchy, I will apologize for. I want to be clear on that. Yeah. Can yeah. I go down the leaderboard for just a second? A couple names I want to call There's out. There's some fascinating stuff going on. There's yes, a lot there going is. On. I think big, big, big spot for Cam Young. He's got also, nine I, holes left. Have we even talked enough about Sam Bennett? I mean, Kira brought him up just for a minute, but like... The guy's made one bogey over 36 holes as an amateur at the Masters playing with the defending champ slash number one player in the world. And like, uh, I I guess I don't have all that much more like intelligent stuff to add, but I just, it it does not seem like he's getting enough run. It's, it's, if the, if Brooks and Rom are not ahead of him, it's, it's a much, much, much bigger story. Well, then are you guys going to apologize for selling last night? Cause I was buying last night. I'll apologize for that. Sure. Yeah, I did not see that coming today. I'll apologize was- and I'll resell. Like it's it's there's a lot of shit that's about to happen, right? I, I will. Continues to short. Yeah, I will. Somebody uh, squeeze this motherfucker. I'll go all the way. I'll go down with it. Like it's just squeeze ex- his ass. Extremely unlikely, and the, like the everything's about to flip as far as the playing conditions for the rest of this tournament. It's going to be a brand new golf tournament. So I hope he continues it. I really do. It's but I thought awesome. Harry had some good points. Like he seems. Yes, he, I don't know if he was right about him. Not he seems to hit it plenty far to me. I, I don't know. I think he was kind of a little shorter than Max on a lot okay, of teams. Okay, but it's he seems pretty patient out there. Like it doesn't, this doesn't feel fluky. Like the last two rounds have been like sure, like there's a probably a big number waiting for him at some point this weekend, but it doesn't feel like he's getting up and down or uh, it feels like he's playing no, rhythm it's been golf. Really solid golf. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah there, my body would never be able to get in that position. Oh, by the way, uh, interesting comments in his post round presser today, and I quote: <laughs> "I mean Ridgewood." where he won the U.S. Amateur, was harder than this place, meaning Augusta National. End quote. Sam Bennett after today's round. I don't know how the Green Jackets are going to take that, but very. Uh, I think it shows a little bit where he's at mentality-wise. Listen, Ridgewood is hard, uh, full stop. So I don't know. I've never played Augusta, so I could not comment on that. But I can, I can say that Ridgewood was a very difficult course. Can confirm. Well, for anybody wanting more Sam Bennett content, I think we're gonna have a we're gonna have a written piece. Young writer making her debut on uh, NoLayingItUp.com. Uh, Jordan Perez gonna she she covers a lot of amateur golf stuff. She met and spent uh, a lot of time with Sam at the USAM last year, I believe, and uh, she just filed a uh, little Sam Bennett piece for uh, the website tonight. So go check that out. Shout out to Jordan. She's been helping us with a lot of stuff. She's been great. So, want to say. 
Big spot for Cam Young. Nine holes left. I think there's like, I think it's a real chance for him to enter the chat, as they say. Like, I, I feel like Rom's not going anywhere. Brooks is already there. I feel like Cam Young would be a great third dog in this uh, mm. in this fight. And another one, Jason Day. God, he, I I got in my car after golf. It's like, man, he's got it. He's cooking right now. And then know, it just fell finish. apart, man. And that I didn't see that coming. I thought he was going to be there at the end of round two. I don't think he's out of it. Like, I think he could kind of continue to build back into this. Um, but it's just tough to see him go backwards to even par um today that was that was a tough finish he laid the sod on a wedge on the downslope on 15 which again if you've ever been to augusta national that it makes way more sense if you've seen it it it's a shot i never truly never want to hit in my life i i do not want to hit that shot uh even like even if it was like a dude come out of the gallery and just if you would get one shot at augusta it's like oh yeah it's gonna be this downhill wedge on 15 i'd be like no i'm good i don't ever need that scar tissue um, he made double there and then he went on to make two more bogeys coming in. He had it all the way to nine under par and was absolutely cooking. Um, it did, it did not last. Unfortunately, I've got to, we got to shout out more cow. We have not talked about him very much really this nice week. Round. Really not another 69, uh, back to back this week is rolling the ball really well. Obviously his iron play has been really good. It's just been extremely steady golf. Now we see if the dome golfer can, can handle what's about to come, which is a question and, and, and we will see. And, Sustainability models did catch up with Victor Hovland a bit today. He is one over through ten. Um, he, he grabbed his Mountain Dew. He's heading. He's heading out to the parking lot. No, nothing. You know, nothing to worry about. Neil. He's not. He's not loitering out Chipotle. there. <laughs> he is uh, 80th of 86 players in around the green today. Uh, yeah, the, the chipping is continually continues to be an issue, but his, his putting went back to back to normal a little bit today, and he's uh, he's at six under par. So, and how about how about Mickelson? Oh, Phil, unbelievable. Top ten. Unreal. Phil's I don't think I saw a shot from him today. I need to go back and watch some replays. Any high? Did you guys see any highlights? Like I just, I'm looking at the leaderboard. I'm like, he's four under, three under today. Unbelievable. I just it, saw some of his quotes saying he's about to go on an absolute tear, and that he was turning a lot of six quote sixty sixes into seventy sevens. Which, which we all seems are. like you got to work a lot. Of, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing that a lot too. <laughs> I don't think I'm about to go on a tear, but maybe he's right. It was less. Uh, Phil, Phil was right. It was less. <laughs> It was less swashbuckling uh, than it was yesterday. It was less up and down. It was just a, uh, a somewhat normal round of golf, I guess, if you will. But again, the sustainability models are going to force me to just at least bring up the issue. Listen, I'm thrilled to see Phil actually doing something. It was just sad when he's doing absolutely nothing. It brings me no joy to say uh, leading the whole field in putting so far this week, which again, with someone like Phil, like, you know, maybe that is a, an experience thing and a hot week on these greens can maybe that can be sustained. I feel differently than I do someone like Hovland having an out of body putting week. Um, but yeah, he's not exactly striping the ball. And again, it's about to be a whole different golf tournament going forward, but I hope he sticks around. We need it. He's going to say some outlandish shit. He's just going to, he's going to get even more ballsy with the flop shots and it's going to open that face up even more. And he's going to take it even farther past parallel on the flop shots. He's going to try some outrageous stuff. He's got absolutely nothing to lose and I hope he stays, but, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Lots I want to also shout out KBV's piece on Mickelson yesterday. I, I read it this afternoon, right as the, uh, Horn blue, and uh, the quote in there about the guy like for a hundred million bucks, I push you down the stairs to his <laughs> wife. <laughs> it's like not like anyone's out here recording me. Like God, that was that was just a, a choice quote that he found in the crowd. I I would love more of that kind of content uh, from from his reporting on the ground. It's it's unlike us to leapfrog other names, uh, uh, leapfrog this name to get to other names on the leaderboard. But Jordan Spieth. T6, five under par through 17. He is playing the 18th hole. 
Um, I forget what he I, has he teed off on eighteen yet. I don't remember where he is. Yeah, he 18. finished. He's in. It was the first first stoppage. Uh, then he finished out and he came up short. Apologies. Pulled back down the plateau and then he two putted. Apologies, I had not hit refresh there on my uh, on on my stat sheet. So yeah, he's sitting cool. at T six after a seventy. I don't know what to make of his week. It's nothing, uh, nothing great, nothing terrible. Um, it kind of, again, it always just seems like his whatever Augusta charm puts him in this spot. Uh, I don't know if he's got a hot run to come, but I like where we're sitting. I mean, seven shots back is a lot, but um, again, long way to go in this golf tournament. Do you guys feel like the like minus twelve? You think we're staying there? We going up to 13, 14? Like, what do you think the final is? Dude, I, I think no idea. Dude, I kind of based on the forecast, like I think Rom is at nine right now. I gotta think he would take ten, <laughs> right? I mean, I think it depends would... on what they do with the pins. I mean, today yeah. was the conditions were not difficult today, but the pins were just a little bit harder, and the scoring average went up about a shot for the overall. I think for the day, so it depends on what they do with the pins. I really don't know. Usually, Saturday is kind of set up for a little bit of you know a little bit of carnage. Um, I really don't know. I mean, it can go two ways, right? A lot of the rain can soften the golf course and make it easier to to stick it next to pins. But if it plays extremely long, uh, that could be a bit of an issue. So I really don't know what what they have in mind for this because I also can't really figure out what's going to happen with this weather. Yeah. Um, Cameron Smith shot out of the bunker on the eighth hole. He hit a... Would look like a three wood, I assume, from 250 yards out of the bunker, straight up a hill, uh, onto the green and made eagle. That was one of the shots of the tournament so far, I'd say. I got to... Can I just like put a hand up on the the yardages and the approaches from eight green into eight green? Again, if you've been there, it is straight up a hill. It seems like it's seven hundred yards. And dudes just like groove three woods from like two eighty two like onto the green every single time. Like not even working that hard to get it up there. And I just want to call into question the the yardages yardages on that hole because I know these guys I'm hit it far, but uphill that's absolutely absurd. I don't know. It feels like they're it's like weirdly firm. Like the ball just seems to skid through like that last bit of the hill and then they always like run out to the back of the green yeah i think it like goes straight up and then it gets flat at the top and if you land it up on the top i think it'll kick forward Mm. still but i'm I'm with you i'd still sign your petition to to investigate that i I love watching balls trying to fit into that Uh, which is you know tigers always hit that hook in there a couple times he's tried to hit like a fade over the trees uh so far in this tournament i don't know if we need to talk much about the cat i don't really have a whole lot to add other than it's just uh it's just kind of happening it's just he's just there and he's doing it yeah. I just want to enjoy the last nine holes. You know, that's it. it it's kind of just taking it as it comes a little bit. Yeah, I'm with you. Not much to say. Like he he seems to be battling. Uh, it's not super exciting, but it's it's uh, it's something. It's it's there to watch. The thing that I'm such a stupid sucker for this, but the thing that does get me is like I kind of want him to tie the uh, all time consecutive cuts made record. I don't want him to play on the weekend. Like I think he should. He should make the cut and then WD, but uh, I am rooting for him to tie that. That's that's pretty sick. He just wants to add another cut to his pension. I think that's, uh, that's the true. main reason why he's out there trying to get trying to get trying to get it done. Speaking of, we haven't mentioned it all. Fred Couples, oldest player in Masters history to make the cut, or assuming he doesn't, you know, triple the last hole. Uh, that's that's pretty awesome too. It is. It's insane. Max Holman. You, know, you go on the record say it's not awesome. You got it. We got anything to talk about this? Or no, just, I've always been a big, big fan of Fred. I he still seems to have the timing in his swing. Like he just kind of, in some ways, he gets it through the zone a little bit, like Scotty Scheffler does. Like just time chimes it up and just it's just, it's a very violent move through there. He kind of flicks his wrist. It's always fun to watch him play golf. So 
whenever he pops on TV, I like I stop. I kind of stop what I'm doing. I'm like, oh shit, it's it's Fred Couples. Like I I, I really enjoy watching him hit the golf ball. Always how, have. How do you feel about the yellow ball? Um, I mean, if he can't see, I'm cool with it. <laughs> I and mean, I bet he's probably like, yo, I can't see the ball. Like I, I'm right just here. trying to keep an eye on it. A good run from Saha to Gala today, three under through 14, up into uh, his T21 sitting there as of right now. So Rory kind of messed up our parlay with uh, Rory being in the top 10. That was, was a tough, tough break for us. That's tough. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Guys, we've got the, the one of the best rounds out there was quietly Russell Henley, yeah. five under. He's, he's got a finish on 18, but like, uh, whoa. <laughs> That's pretty good. And KH Lee shot five under today. That first I'm hearing of this. That is that is definitely news to me. But uh, and, I, uh, just so people don't think we're skipping the live guys, you know, got to shout out P and Neiman. Nice rounds to to move up the leaderboard too. I told you I had a feeling about P. Yeah, you did. I had uh, a feeling. Solly also told you it hasn't turned into a driving contest yet. Which if it gets wet and cold and windy, I think P might uh, for sure vacate the premises. Uh, guys, I continue to have to remind myself that Gary Woodland won the U.S. Open. Uh, you know, he sits at T10. I just don't really ever think about For Woodland now. as a as a real factor. Is that fair or unfair? Yeah, it's totally fair. I think that's okay. fair. I mean, he might be like the ultimate linger. <laughs> I think it 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 were. It's just worth noting. I, I we can play how far back is too far back, and again with what's coming. I w- I'm willing to go pretty far down this this board to say that, that you're not too far back. Also, thinking back on Southern Hills last year, what how far back JT was with like nine holes to go has made me rethink this game, especially when there's 36 holes to go of how much can change. So Yeah, I just think with the firepower up at the top of the leaderboard, though, and a lot of guys that have won a lot of tournaments, a lot of majors, I'm, th- I am, I'm pretty comfortable with five under being a, a good barometer for me. Like, that's... If I think if you're, and even that feels like a stretch, right? I think I'd go lower than that. I mean, because some dudes have a lot of still have some round two golf to play, right? So, like, well, you, yes, I, I know. So I guess that's that's an unfair like because Cam Young's got obviously he's still in. He's got nine more holes to get off five under, but uh, seven uh, strokes from twelve under, like, eh, but. It, it, I always I always look at what second place is, right? If you can get really tied into what first place is, but like where where's the where are the groups, right? And there's only three guys better than six under, right? So that's different than if there was a throng of people uh, sitting sure. there just a few shots back. So with that in mind, honestly, I'm willing to go all the way down to two under. I think the guys at two under. Wow. Oh, I mean, dude, Cam Smith has ten more holes left to play in round two. I mean, if he ends up at five under or six under through the end of his round two, like absolutely, he's in this golf tournament. So, I mean, even I don't know Xander, uh, he's not going to win, but at one under, but has eight more holes to play on, including the back the back nine on in round two. Like, there, there's again, we're not through thirty six holes yet. That's, yeah, that's 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 where I'm coming from. Asterisk there for sure. But okay, if you finish, if done, you finished like, your round. I think four under is is four under right. Yeah. Like I I would I'll I'll meet you at four, but five feels like a handshake. Or, I'm, I'm right there. Deej, what what are you thinking? Uh, I'm with you guys. I'm gonna shade to five. I think I think four is out for the sake of argument. Just be in controversial. He's out. Bold, brave take. Yep. Uh, anything else you guys got tonight? I am. Uh, we might wrap before the sun's completely set here on on the East Coast, which is a, a shocker. 
I will say one thing. I, as I said, I, I kind of played hooky and, and went and played some golf this morning. I had the uh, feature group on my phone in the cart, hooked it up to the, uh, the speaker, and uh, it was delightful to just that- kind of hear it in the background, the ambience. And I, I, I love all the, the feeds that I can have and the command post I can set up, but I just don't know if I can take in all that info and it, and it kind of burned me out a little bit. And it was a, um, I felt like I almost got more out of that and, and like, Oh, Brooks, Brooks just eagled eight, you know, like I kind of get like it snaps you into it yeah. as, as you go. So I did the same thing at the, uh, at the coffee shop this morning. Got a, had a nice little coffee, uh, get together with some folks, iPad on the table and you kind of check in, check out. It was, it was great. I, I, everybody got robbed. I think everybody's like, somewhat fairly pointing out like ah you know not a lot of juice out there what's going on and i think we got robbed of a really really good telecast today i know because the golf course is playing really fun and there's a lot of awesome names going on it's just today would have been really cool but you know them's the breaks hopefully tomorrow's great it does it does suck for everyone involved the friday especially the espn the friday uh masters telecast which is always awesome uh just gets almost totally washed out but what can you do uh, I think that's about it for tonight. We'll be back with live shows, of course, on Saturday and Sunday. I hope we get to play a lot of golf tomorrow. Uh, we will be standing by um, as soon as play is called, if it is, uh, to be back here tomorrow. Cody, anything before we drop? We whooped it. Very good show, guys. Articles coming up tonight at nolangup.com. Thank you to High Noon. Thank you to Precision Pro. Thank you to Whoop. Thank you to Harry Higgs, Kevin Van Valkenburg, Tron Carter, Kira K. Dixon, uh, and DJ Pi, Neil, Cody, everyone on production. Uh, greatly appreciate you all. And we'll thanks for all you, you do for the game, Solid. Oh, well, thank you. Absolutely. Gosh, thank you guys. I really appreciate that. So see you back here tomorrow. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Cheers. Cheers.